This is Live at Five with Glenn Curry. <laughs> Army where you shoot them a mile away, you gotta get up close like this, and bing, you blow their brains all over your nice cyber league suit. This is real like bing. Was it over when the Germans bombed Pearl Harbor? Hell no! German? Forget it, he's rolling. <laughs> Learn it, know it, live it. Are you running a business or a charity war? Leave the gun, take the cannoli. Uh, Yankees win! Pull over! No, it's a cardigan, but thanks for noticing. You a planet on the telephones are ringing. Overload mode in the 21st century. Driving, I hang up and dial until my fingers go. Live at five. Live at five. Yeah, Henry on vacation. <laughs> he make me laugh. I'm here. Uh, there's a note here it's to Jeff Marlene from uh, is coming in on July 6th. The cheese festival. I like cheese. I like cheese. Cheese I like. I like cheese. <laughs> uh, Pete Souch Jr., otherwise known as the, the Souch Lad. The only, only lad I ever knew that was six foot nine. Anyway, it's a Friday show, and uh, I play those crossword puzzles on my phone. Probably, I, that's probably why I've been hacked at least six times since I started playing these games. They say it's good for your mind. It's also good for the, shr- uh, for the shrine, the commode. Am I saying that right? You know, when you're preoccupied, indisposed, longer than, you know. Anyway, I've been playing them. Uh, there's the word. I was just going to describe it. Uh, it took me, you know, some words just based on how, you know, it's one of those crossword puzzles where you have like six or five letters. And then you have the secret word that you don't have any help with at all. And uh, like I said, it probably doesn't do wonders for my phone. In fact, it drains it. I mean, I could be at, you know, it, it's like watching, a, 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 you know, your odometer, not odometer, your gas meter on your car. Once it goes under a, a, a half, a ga- half a tank, rather, it seems like you can set your watch by it. It goes by like a wristwatch, like a stopwatch. You know, you're just like, geez, boy, I got great gas mileage in this thing. I filled it up like uh, 40 miles ago, and it barely moved, <clears throat> you know. And then you don't pay attention to it for another 80 miles, and then, oh, my God, I got no gas left. <laughs> well, the same thing is true uh, when, when you're trying. I don't know how I came up with that analogy. I have no idea. I'll get out of this somehow or other. But when you're doing these games, you just you, you, you figure you could, you could do this, right? And there was one six-letter word I had a big problem with a couple of days ago. And I just couldn't figure it out. And the word was, you guessed it, anyway. A-N-Y-W-A-Y. When there's a lot of vowels in the five or six letter uh, you know, circle, it screws me up. Uh, just like Pat Sajak said last night on, uh, on the Wheel of Fortune, wor- uh, words or clues that start with a vowel, particularly in the final, are really difficult to do. Uh, and that could be uh, a once upon a star, you know, something like that. Uh, words that start with vowels, very difficult, I've learned. And yet some other words, you know, like you know, uh, difficult words I could figure out. Like the word difficult real easy. Oh, there's two Fs. It's got to be difficult, right? And other words, like I, anyway, it, you feel like a moron sometimes. What was the word I couldn't get the other day? I think it was the word game. This is no game. And then you have to cheat. I, I, you know, it's like one person out there knows what I'm talking about. So I, I'm sorry about this, but it's a great game. It's called Word Scrabble. There's, a, there's millions of variations of, for it. 
But like I said, it, it definitely keeps your mind going. And my wife and I love it. Uh, today, I went to buy uh, cinder blocks. Now, this is what I don't understand. I'm sure there's some genius out there who knows a hell of a lot more about building materials and just the whole scale of things than I do. But today, I went to Lowe's. And yes, I should have went to White's. I normally go there for stuff, but I was on that side of town. I was getting cheap hot dogs at the fast track. So I stopped into Lowe's. And I'm looking all over the place for cinder blocks. And the new kid in the garden center says, no, we don't have any. I've been here for a month. We don't have any. And then I go to the old timer who's been there for longer than a month. He says, go inside the other side of the building. They have them there. I said, great. So I go there and I get cinder blocks. I'm thinking, you know, whenever you buy something where there's no pricing on it, it's, 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 you're always in for a surprise. <laughs> you have no idea. But you take it for granted. It's not like you're buying you know, like an, an iPhone or something. You know it's going to be relatively cheap. You just don't know how. So I bought, check this out, I bought six cinder blocks, standard cinder blocks, and I bought three other like, slim cinder blocks. Just, you know, I'm working on a project here. I'm trying to straighten out my, uh, my uh, pool deck that we have. It, it looks like an old camel. It's really it's soft in the middle, so I've got to lift it up somehow or other. So I figured the cinder blocks would be a, a good way of doing it. I could put boards underneath it. This is nothing extravagant. Uh, I'm on the cheap. I've always been that way. I've turned into my father, Joe Curry, like you wouldn't believe. And uh, anyway, there's that word again. And uh, I figured, you know, how much is this going to cost? These, these things are heavy. You know, just to, just to transport, you know, s- uh, cement blocks from wherever these are coming from, probably somewhere down in Georgia or Texas, you know, they got to, ch- you know, with the price of gas, check this out. Six cinder blocks and three slim cinder blocks with tax, unless she did it wrong, I don't think she did, $16. And I'm so I'm such a moron. I thought she said sixty dollars, and I thought that was a good deal. That's how much of an idiot I am. So I don't get it. Okay, someone's going to say, "Well, uh, cement's real cheap." Well, fine, but have you picked up a cinder block lately? A cinder block alone is at least what ten, twelve pounds. That's for one, and and they take up space. So I, I don't get it. How can this, how can everything else be so down? You know, you get a two by four these days. You you got to, you know, two years ago under the Orange Man, a, a cinder, uh, check that uh, a piece of wood would cost you anywhere between three and four dollars. Now you, you're looking at you know tripling that, and it doesn't it doesn't weigh as much as a you know oh you, well you got to do this you got to cut it down you got to go into the forest cement's a lot easier to make, but that, those things are heavy. I've watched eight nine of them for. For $16? Is that possible? So that was my experience today. Yesterday I offered uh, who uses roll-ons and who uses uh, spray uh, deodorants. And that went over like a lead balloon. So I figured I'd start off the, today's show with uh, my cinder block. Uh, someone's on the phone right now. Someone's got a, some answer for me, I'm sure. Hi, you're in the air. Hello, Glenn. Yeah, the, the demand for cement in this country is sky high right now. Uh, the cement trade and the cement commodity. No, but my point is this. No, but hear me out. Hear me out, though. That I thought was really cheap. Uh, Sixteen dollars. That that they're less than like a a buck, or whether no, maybe two dollars each. Isn't that cheap in your book? Yeah. Well, I, I, you know, I, I haven't bought cement blocks in quite a quite a time, but I, I was sort of surprised by it. But but cement in general. Uh, some of the cement plants around in the northeast here, they, they can't keep up with the demand. I, I know that because I have a lot of uh, cement people connections, and uh, it's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a commodity that's in very high demand right now 
for all the condominiums and all the infrastructure projects and hmm. and so on. You know, cement's king. Cement is in everything. You don't have anything if you don't have cement. It's like water. No, I know. And I, uh, yeah, I yeah. mean, but uh, what 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 I wanted to say uh, yeah. it was uh, offer a couple of comments, Glenn. Yeah, it's uh, Fourth of Independence. Day weekend, you know, right. Fourth of July, the birthday of our country, two hundred and forty-six years old. Right, and you you think back about the country and so on and so on. And what what really bothers me is uh, a year ago, approximately a year ago, the United States left and abandoned abandoned uh, left hangout to dry. Literally hundreds of Americans in Afghanistan in August, yeah, and they're still there, American citizens. Right, and there are. Day two eighty. There are thousands of legitimate green card holders over there too that have legal entry into the United States, and we left them all. We abandoned them. Right. They're they're over there just languishing in that in that country, and right. I feel very uh, bad about uh, their plight. And, and I cannot believe that we have just abandoned our own citizens, our own people, uh, over there in Afghanistan. It's been over a year now since we uh, right. since we turned our back to them. And nothing's being said, to my knowledge. Nothing's being done, to my knowledge. Maybe there is behind the scenes. Hmm. But I think it's a very sad situation. And the other sad situation, I think, going on right now on our nation's birthday, when we think about our nation and borders and independence and so on, is uh, our border uh, in, the, in the south is open. Right. And all the problems. Replacement theory. With all the, all the drugs and all the fentanyl and all the human trafficking. Right. And, and, and so on and so on, and yet we've turned our backs to to American citizens right. in Afghanistan and left them there to right. to their own devices. Right. It's a, those, those are two sad situations in our mm-hmm. country that I think about on our nation's birthday. Hope you have a good... Uh, yes, well, that was enlightening. Glenn, and <laughs> I, I hope you're going to have uh, some counselors standing by on Monday to help with us uh, dealing with the uh, not not evil, not able to hear your show on Monday. Oh, I know. They'll, they'll get over it. Trust me. They'll be fine. But thank well, you, my I, friend. Okay. Have a good fourth. Good weekend. Yes, yeah. you too. Well, there you go. Well, first of all, he thought I was going to say that uh, that was too expensive about Cinderblocks. But no, I thought that was a super deal. And I, I thought I was going to get a deal at $60 because I am from Queens and I don't know a damn thing about building materials this year or any year. Uh, but, yes, it's sad to see that there are people still left behind in Afghanistan. But you, I raised the question before, uh, is there a reason why they're not moving around? <laughs> I mean, I, I, I hear people that had to escape uh, Nazi Germany and persecution. And one way or another, I mean, you know, let's face it, people are getting out of Central America and Cuba. They're finding their way over here. Why can't you get out of Afghanistan? The mountains aren't that big. I mean, I know it's a, it's a horrible thing what Biden did. It's to be expected because he's a moron and, and Ron Klain's running things. We all know that by now. But honestly, you know, it's been almost a year since that happened, since General Milley said, uh, yeah, let's do it now. Everything will be fine. And uh, everything fell apart. And uh, it's uh, out of sight, out of mind, really. And I know Hannity's doing it at the outset of each show. I'm wondering if his producer there, his executive producer, is saying, hey, should we move on from the Afghanistan thing? Because that's really not a topic of concern anymore. It really isn't. And at the end of the day, it's not. So why there's thousands left behind alleged uh, enemy lines? Is the Taliban going to regroup again? Is al-Qaeda going to come back? Are they still looking for 72 virgins? Or is the next generation of Muslim man or Arab man, uh, has, has, he, has he looked at the past and said there's no such thing as 72 uh, virgins? And for the most part, if you want to take over America, you don't have to crash into their buildings anymore. You just have to run for Congress. 
So I don't think you have to worry about Afghanistan anymore. That's why it's not in the news. Why the people are staying there and they can't get out, I have no idea. I wish them well. I really do. As far as uh, uh, Fourth of July is concerned, Sonny Houston, of course, said this week that her family never celebrated Fourth uh, of July, which I think is a bunch of malarkey. I think she's just living up to her own uh, reputation as just being a mean bitch. Uh, but at the same time, uh, it, it is sentiment about you know American values and imperialism and colonialism that all comes out this time of year. It comes out this time of year. Comes out during Thanksgiving. Christmas has been under scrutiny too. Uh, by calling it a holiday season as opposed to, you know, Christmas. Or I remember in my day, always spell Christ with, don't, never spell Christ without, you know, always leave Christ in Christmas. Uh, over the years, we've seen people, you know, selling Christmas trees and it's Xmas. And that was just a matter of convenience because that's all they had in the spray paint can. But nonetheless, you know, the, the holidays are under scrutiny, including Fourth of July. It's a shame to see. I saw a video on TikTok last night of a very uh, angry African-American uh, woman uh, who essentially just told uh, white women and white imperialist people to just keep their mouths shut. She used other uh, words in between here and there. And uh, I, just, I just wonder, I just, you know, again, um, you know, that's an ugly thing to say. It really is, especially when you have purple lips. But, you know, that's her prerogative. So anyway, uh, to, I don't know if he's going to call in today, but I did run into the great S.G., uh, S.G. Gates, uh, as we know him. Uh, and he, I saw him at uh, the Fast Track about two hours ago, and he wanted to debate me. And, of course, we had a debate right there in the middle of the parking lot on Arsenal Street while I was eating uh, uh, you know, hot, cheesy uh, pepperoni pizza that I got from the Fast Track. And no, not, not, not as good as what you might get at Arts Jug. In fact, not even close. But at the moment, it did what it had to do. And I, and I had a great appetite uh, taken care of right at that moment. And sure enough, it was spoiled when SG came over to debate me. No, I was kidding. Actually, I'm not. So we talked about uh, this, that, and the other thing. And SG said, I'm not fun anymore. And I used to be fun. I used to bring a lot of this, that, and others to, you know. And then I come back after COVID, and I'm a completely different person. And I said, I said, uh, I said, SG, I said, look, at the end of the day, look, you won. You're happy now for the last 18 months or almost, you know, ever since the elections in 2020. What do you care? You won. You know, this is like Tom Hagen telling, uh, you know, Michael Corleone in, in Godfather 2, Mike, Michael, you won. What? I've been loyal to you. What more do you want? What do you need? You got what you wanted. But no, SG said, no, no, price of gas wasn't that cheap under, under, under Trump, this, that, and the other thing. I'm like, oh, my God. <sighs> Where does it get you? It gets you nowhere. But I mentioned it yesterday, and I think it was the Tucker Carlson show. By the way, Tucker Carlson's down in Brazil. He talked to the president, Bella Samaro or something like that. Good-looking guy. Ran on basically $3 in his pocket. Got over 60 million votes in one of the most populated countries in the, in the, in the Southern Hemisphere, if not the most populated, by the way. And uh, at one point during his campaign, he was stabbed by some lunatic who got let go in less than 24 hours. But his story really reflects what's going on in America now. I think he became president of Brazil in 2017 or 18. So it's been four or five years. It hasn't been a long time. But the first thing he initiated was he reversed the pattern in which the Biden administration and Pelosi's trying to go for by taking your guns away, or for that matter, Kathy Hochul. And uh, he, he went in the opposite direction by saying you should arm yourself because Brazil, and particularly its cities, uh, for a long time uh, were war zones. And the murder rate and, and crime rate was highest in uh, South American countries, including Brazil, for generations. Uh, and since then, that's gone in the other direction. 
That's something I never thought would ever, ever, ever happen because military juntas and dictatorships still prosper in South America like they do in, uh, in uh, Venezuela. Uh, but uh, this guy was the roadblock. He was, in essence, the Donald Trump of his time uh, for Brazil, the great country of Brazil. Now, uh, Tucker's down there on a mission because he's not just there just to get a tan uh, and hang out and look at Latina girls in thongs, although I wouldn't blame him. But he's there on a mission because what he is saying is, is happening not just in, in South America, but it's happening right here in America, where China is, in essence, colonizing other countries like Brazil and other countries in South America. And the South Americans uh, and, the, and, the, and the leadership in many of these countries don't care. Because if you show, show up with a boatload of gold and promises, uh, you, as long as you win the hearts of the, of the people running the place, you can essentially take it over. Now, that's nothing new to the world. That's been going on for millennials. But it's certainly now going on in South America. And it's very, very alarming. And that's why it's very important to see, watch something that, is, that informs you and, and tells you what's going on. When speaking to SG, or Jim Levin for that matter, he seems to think that I'm just, you know, I, uh, what was it, Katie Couric says that people like me need to somehow to go through re- deep, you know, deep programming or something. We watch way too much Fox News, way too much Tucker Carlson. Uh, we've listened to and, and read way too many tweets from the former president. So now we have to be deprogrammed. So I so, said, well, what, what is the deal with China buying out other countries? And, of course, the Jim Levins of the world says, well, that's capitalism. That's the world economy. What's wrong with that? It's like, well, yeah, first of all, it's not capitalism because the last I checked, they're still communists. Oh, but it's a world market. It's different. It's, no, it's not different. It really isn't. And last I checked, they still have internment camps there in, in China. People are still being carted away against their will. Not to mention the horrible scenes we saw in Shanghai of pe- people being locked up in their high-rises and their dogs left to die on the sidewalk so they could eat them later while they're still fresh. That's not a world economy I think we need. But that's the world economy that George, uh, check that Joe Biden is allowing and condoning. So it's important to see those reports and each and every night of Fox News. Not all of it is good. I get it. Hannity's repetitive. Laura Ingram, I could take her or leave her. She interrupts her and, 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 and disregards her guests uh, too easily. Thanks, Senator. Moves on like Greta Van Susteren used to do. Tucker, on the other hand, is, is just an incredible, incredible pundit. And uh, I have to watch that show. What he's doing right now and talking about the takeover of the world in countries like Brazil uh, is very, very important to us. And if we don't see and recognize what's happened in Brazil under this Balasamo guy, whatever his name is, uh, and don't take that seriously enough, where he actually armed his citizens and he brought the crime rate down. If you don't think that can happen here, then you just, you just don't want to see it. You just, you just, you're fat and happy. You love the fact that you have all branches of government, but you, it pains you to see what happened with Roe versus Wade reversal because you don't have that branch of government, and thank God they don't. 755-1240 is the number if you want to chime in. It's already 26 minutes after the hour. So, uh, if you want to call in, by all means. Yes, I know. I was supposed to have a lighthearted Friday, the Friday of uh, 4th of July weekend. But uh, and, and that's what SG says. Boy, you used to be so much fun. Why can't you just have fun? I can't have fun right now because you're too happy with the fact that despite the fact that inflation's off the charts, gas is going to go up even higher than it is right now, and it's unclear whether the market in, in Wall Street's going to go in the next couple of months by October. But, you know, at the end of the day, to the Jim Levins of the world, it doesn't matter as long as the orange man isn't in power. That's all that really matters. And I'm happy for them. I really am. Hi, you're on the air. Someone's happy, at least. Hi, you're on the air. 
Hello. Hey, well, Hello. Hey, this is Liz, Liz calling for Glenn. Liz? How are you doing? <laughs> I just <laughs> want to say yeah. that you have not changed. Oh. But I resemble that remark. Ah, I that's mean, right. <laughs> we, we, you've not changed. You're just, you know, we just, it's just kind of like if you've witnessed trauma, right. you're going to get a little angrier because you've seen things that you didn't see before. And, right. and your eyes are open. It makes you get mad. But you're still right. the same person that you were. And I resent that guy for saying that about you. No, I, I appreciate it. Oh, I say, yeah, I, I, I sometimes have to question myself, but I have an expression that I came up with, Liz, and I think it's important. I can't ignore the obvious. If, if, my, right. if someone's fly is down, I'm going to tell you fly is down. If you've got something hanging from your nose, I'm going to tell you. So if I see something and say, wow, this is crazy. I just saw an African-American woman just berate a white woman saying that they're the worst people in the world and this is all your fault. I can't just like, oh, I'm just going to overlook that and not say anything about that. Glenn Curry who can't do that. Who would you rather have in a situation backing you up? Someone who feels the way you do, who's rallying against, right. you know, bad things happening, or right. someone who's like, you know, this guy's so funny. Enjoy your day. Sorry, but it's cancer. Right. Let's go party. Right. Right. Let's go party. D- but yeah, ha- I'd not rather I'd rather have somebody who's like, you know, it's people who are fighting right. who are waking people up, and that's the reason that. Um, a million people changed their registration to Republicans. Yes, yes. A million. But you know what, Liz? I hear that. I hear that number, and th- yet I hear other conflicting reports that it's not that, not as much that people are in I fact heard, going I the opposite on, direction. I um, on my Facebook news feed. I'm from like Reuters. Right. So if Reuters is wrong, maybe Reuters is wrong, but I doubt it. And they're so upset that Latino, Latino, uh, the Latino community, particularly in Florida, is going in the opposite direction of the Democratic rule. And that upsets them just as much as it upsets guys like Samuel L. Jackson, uh, that uh, Clarence Thomas is, yeah. is, is a conservative justice. That upsets You know, them. I met Samuel L. Jackson years ago, and he is a, um, he's a colleague by no. <laughs> you know what I mean? No. He's a, you know, black in name only. Oh, really? He's like a... Yeah, he was very. He was actually kind of fun that he, um, hmm. he, he, you know, he was living the life up. I saw him in Venice. He had like the whole restaurant was, was you know, right. sitting at his knee, listening to every word falling out of his mouth. Well, yeah, oh, Sam, no. let me yeah, let me ask you though, Liz. That was a while ago. How many years ago was that? That was probably in like. You know, probably like 1997 or something. So a long time ago. And, and, so if you met Whoopi Goldberg, for instance, in 1997, would she not be a much different Whoopi Goldberg than she is yes. today? I think Whoopi Goldberg is. And I, I said, I tell you this, I met Joy Behar. No, okay. I met Joy Behar twice. Wow. And Joy Behar was nice and decent. And I think you would have liked Joy Behar when I met her. Right. Before she had the show. And I think her ego mm-hmm. completely just. I don't even know. I think maybe just having that, the um, you know, people kissing your butt all the time. She wasn't as famous. She right. had to show then, but she wasn't right. the star she is now. Well, that star at the Canyon Ranch in Arizona. She was normal. She was, you know, couldn't wear makeup. She's, she, you know, she's normal. Right. She's nice. So she that that's what leads. Yeah, that's what leads me to to ask one question. Have we gotten to the point where, especially when we get older, when we get into our 60s, like Whoopi and Joy and other people that might have had to be nice just because the formalities of life as a celebrity is be nice to everyone until you don't have to anymore. Now, because of uh, the the orange man coming down the uh, escalator in June of 2015, plus his administration for four years, within that time frame also COVID, now it's acceptable for the mob rule to say, you know what, I don't care if I lose my friends that I met in 1997. I don't care about anyone who, who thought 
thought I was a nice person. I'm going to remain on this side because this is the side of the political coin or fence that they I want to be on. They are doing the right thing. Right. In I the best interest of the country. Virtue yes. signaling. She's standing up for everybody right. by saying he's a, you know, an orange man, so awful. Yeah. You know, the worst thing since Hitler. Right. And I think they really, like, in a certain way, have convinced themselves yeah, of that. Like that's true. Taking away democracy. Right. I'm like, uh, how would you possibly... Donald Trump was a moderate president. Yeah. He was so middle of the road. He right. was a centrist. He, he, right. he, 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 how could anybody call him a... Not, how? I mean, it just makes... What? It's I, just like the same thing where I, I, uh, I saw... Um, this celebrity, I can't remember who it is. I can't, oh, uh, Ron Perlman. Oh, God. Yeah. yeah, the beast. He goes, on TikTok, he's like, you know, how can a politician, really, how can a politician put in a bill, mm-hmm. don't say gay? How can you name I a know. bill, don't say gay? How could you actually use And that words? wasn't the case at all, yeah. And I'm like, oh, my God. Right, right. And, and how, well, you know, just recently we talked about Miss Hutchinson. Uh, getting uh, secondhand or third-hand information and going on the hill and and, cl- and making such outrageous claims with with no type of uh, you know rebuttal or opportunity for anyone to say hey you know, that was uh, the case. First of all, it was, rep- it was a Democratic cast. It was a Democrat. They cast everybody. The uh, Democrats chose every single person who was going right, to. Of course, they didn't offer any cross examination. They didn't offer any so, opportunity for the defendants to defend themselves. Uh-huh. Or I mean zero. And people were like, well, that's it. Yeah. Lock him up. He right. should be in jail. Exactly. Like, what it, yeah. Even even if we believed everything, which I don't, no. obviously, right. but even if they did, is is him throwing this hamburger against the wall right. grounds for arrest? Right. Because then can we just say that the big guy getting ten percent mm-hmm. might be something that we might arrest somebody? For? I, I, exactly. The big guy. Yeah. Not the and and who could forget? You know. Again, this is this is the new act. Imagine if if Donald Trump. Uh, had his his daughter had a diary that said, "Hey, by the way, when I was twelve, like my dad take uncomfortable shots. I took inappropriate." Imagine that, father. Imagine so sure. so. But let me just no let, let me no just say no right no off problem. the bat there, let, just as an example, and I promise I, I said this again and again and again, but I ha- I can't walk away from I can't walk away from the double standard. But let's use that as one example and say, is there any partiality or partisan type partisanship in the media today? And we know damn well there is, based on that alone, because if the Sure, on the other foot, Donald oh Trump would have been persecuted. Is there any partisanship? There's only, barely, almost partisanship, almost only partisanship. And, you know, you know me, I used to work for, uh, I worked for, for three news networks, you actually. Did. Right. And so I, when I worked back in, the, but in marketing and right. in sales, when right. I worked in that, it was still news. It was still journalism. Right. And it was, I remember when we had political ads that we couldn't, we had to air anything because it was just the law, mm-hmm. and it just was very kind of middle of the road. But right. now it's become well, I sh- my old boss used to call it opinion television. You yeah, know? it's I- all opinion television. I showed you that ad that was run run up here for th- th- tens of thousands of dollars on one radio station in five day period. TV station, sorry, uh, from the Lincoln Project that essentially yep. made our sitting congresswoman Elise Stefanik look like the devil himself. They they referred to her as the as evil, E V I L, evil. And yet yep. they get away with that, and and, and of course, well, great advertising. Who fires people for not wearing a mask? Where I ran it like like it was like oh the greatest things in sliced bread. Sorry, go ahead. But let me tell you something that freaks me out. So my old boss um, runs. Uh, he's the CEO. He's the chairman of Warner Discovery. So he is really the topic. He's the highest paid executive in the whole United States. Hmm. Uh, as I understand, the highest paid media executive. I think he's the highest paid executive. Well, and. Um, 
he sent something around on his Facebook that said it was two days ago. Somebody around South Florida distributed a flyer that said the Jews own the media. Uh. And that they had uh, Jewish stars all on their forehead like a, hmm. uh, like a, like it was, you know. Yeah, uh, Nazi Germany. Yeah. Like a bullseye. It's freaking scary. Wow. And I was like, you know, there's a difference. If they had just said the Jews run the media and then they put Jewish stars beneath their names, mm-hmm. I would have been, like, more comfortable right. with that. Well, that's bad enough. They put them on their foreheads like a bullseye. Right. I said, geez, to be him. Right. Be scary, right? Right. Like I understand. I can say, like I can hold both truths there. Yes, the Jews, the Jews running in the. I mean, yeah, it is a, but a it's driven not, society. It's not no doubt. Some like super table, super village. So, but here's here's you know, where sitting he, around making he, decisions like okay, yeah, this is how it, it's gonna go. I, I know, but and and, and and Liz, don't hate me for saying this, but it's the Rachel Maddow's of the world. It's the yes. New York Times of the that uh, that have created that environment where now it's it might bite them in the ass. You know, you got to look out for the things you want in life. Because you're yep. creating monsters in the process, yeah, and and these I people are getting away with it because it's because a complicated thing. It's complicated. You don't. I, and he's like, you know, there's no way in the world that Joy Reid has a kind thing to say about Jewish Americans. There's no way in the world she'll work for them at MSNBC. But at the end of the day, you know, if she puts truth serum in her, she would say that they themselves are the worst people in the world. So you oh, got to look. That, to, oh, sure, sure, sure. Yeah, that, I that's what. The whole yeah. thing is really. It's, it was scary though. I was right. like, I almost started crying when I saw him because I know. Like, he's such a nice guy. Yeah. He's not. He's not anybody that you want to put a bull a, a, a bullseye on the floor. He's not that kind of person. Right. It was a horrible, scary thing to see. Yeah, but at the same scary. time, I'm like, I understand that people are kind of like, we want some like fairness and partisan, you know, nonpartisan. Mm-hmm. You know, they say, okay, it's the Jews are causing this partisan thing over Israel. It's just become this whole like. One, two, and three. So that must be the reason everything is the way it is. Right. It's not. No, it's, it's not. not. The I, reason is it's just a freaking liberal-owned. It's a government-owned media. Right, right. Well, they, th- but not only that, but room in the. They all want their room in the press room. They all want to be able to ask their questions. And Joe Biden mm-hmm. gives the least transparent right. presidency. The, the press yesterday, the press court issued a really rare letter uh, <laughs> saying to to Biden's administration that they are. They're the least transparent presidency that they shape their news, their press room around a narrative. Hmm. They're not allowed to ask questions. They give most favored nation, they give very special hmm. treatment to only a few reporters, and they, the rest of them don't have any show. Wow. And they're like, never before in any presidency in the history of right. the press corps right. has that ever happened before. Yeah, and not only that, what about the women that chase everybody out, even on, in, in other ca- countries, in other press rooms, in, in like Spain and, and Germany, where they typically get women. They don't get men, and if they do, the men are just as effeminate, effeminate as the women are, it seems. Okay, it's time to go! Last call! It's time to go! They and like, oh, my God. All uh, right, next question. Thank you. Well, thank you. Thank time you to go. Last call. No more alcohol. Have you, seen, have you seen the one where Brandon's getting ice cream and people are yelling questions and the, the whole, like, group surrounding him starts to scream over Brandon talking because they didn't want to hear his answer. They didn't want his answer. To so they purposely drowned him out. I did not see that. He's like, la, 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 la. Oh, God. I'm sure Jill is orchestrating it too because she doesn't want anyone to know how uh, how ri- ridiculously dumb her husband is at this point because he just doesn't know what's going on. She it, argues it, with him over text message. Have you seen that story? No, it's real real quick. I got to do a break. Explain it. She uh, she doesn't argue with him to his face because it's too upsetting to him right. and to them as a marriage. So she, argues, she calls him an asshole over text. 
she calls him everything over text, and she said, I know it's probably not a good thing for presidential history because those texts are uh, history, yeah. and they could be found, but, you know, that's the way I, I put him down. I put him down via text so he remembers it. Huh. I'm like, oh, this is... Oh, that's great. This is gross. Wow. I'm gross. I'm gross now by the fact that he took inappropriate showers with his daughter. So, I'm, I'm, uh, yeah. The whole thing, I feel like he's... Yeah. Uh, by the way, uh, the, 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 uh, when is the next uh, um, when is the next COVID happening? Uh, apparently, the, the president not apparently, literally, uh, the president's been saying we're going to get another COVID related. Yeah, it's yeah, it's going to be in the fall. It's going to be the, oh, just before the uh, midterm. Okay, that's what I figured. All right, and Doctor yeah, Oz doesn't stand a chance. Yeah, going to come in the midterm. going to be, and then there's going to be some sort of international bombing or something. Okay, yeah. Well, at least they, they we but know we think, see I mean, it coming. What else? What's it gonna, what's it going to do to rock the midterms? How are you going to do it? There's going to have to be some right. major thing happening. And right. it's either going to be an international, like, subway bombing, right. or it's going to be maybe something domestic. It will and they're going to be like, we had no idea how it happened. Right. You know, maybe it'll be a migrant. Who knows? It'll be something that, like, we had no idea. It will give new meaning to uh, the October surprise. It's going to be a hell of a lot worse than an article in the New York Times, I can but tell you. But when we talk about that kind of stuff, I think it takes away the likelihood that it will happen because everybody's like, yeah, go ahead. Bring on the summer of love again. We're ready. Yeah, go we ahead, are. beat criminal. Yeah. Well, the summer of love like, would come if, if President criminal. became president again. If Trump became president again, we would see the summer of love for four straight years. And somehow or other, I don't think so. Yeah, oh, I, I know, know so. I, wonder, I wouldn't mind seeing a DeSantis. Trump yeah, no, it would be missed. They, they would double down, and, and all the branches, yeah, uh, non-branches yeah, of government, would be, including the media, it would be happy. huge payback, and that would just accelerate the rate of of uh, AOC coming on board as our president by year 2028. Just a prediction, Liz. Thank you very they much. I agree. Okay, nice talking. Thank you. You, you too. Bye-bye. I'll talk we to you soon. Change, Glenn. Yeah. yeah. Oh, gracias. Thank you very much. Okay. Thank you very much. That's Liz. Of course, Liz has known me for over 33 years, so that's a good thing to hear. Bye, Hi, you're on the air, real quick. Hello. Oh, that was uh, someone else. All right, listen, i got to do a break. Let's do a break, and we'll be back. You're listening to the Live at Five show. It's 20 minutes before the hour. Because of hospice, my mama was August 1st, 2022. Ah, welcome back. About uh, 18 minutes before the hour, if you want to chime in on this lighthearted. Thank you, Liz, uh, for calling in on a Friday today. And uh, nothing else going on. I mean, you know, I could talk about this, that, and the other thing. Hopefully, you'll have a, a festive 4th of July weekend. I hope you all do. I, I actually got uh, fireworks today. If you've seen the firework tents around the area, we started seeing them like four or five years ago. They kind of legalized fireworks. I remember in the beginning when they did that, like I believe in 2017, the fireworks were definitely more explosive. So someone must have burned their hand or their house or their child or their dog or whatever. So they cut back on them. And so when you buy them, you usually buy them in a big thing together, you know, like a big party bag that's the shape of a, you know, like a boot or something or a big net, something you'd see for Christmas under the tree. And uh, you think, oh, wow, this thing probably shoots up into the sky. Well, really, they're, they're not exactly the greatest fireworks. In fact, last night, uh, Sharon and I went to the fireworks in, uh, uh, I just remembered this, I don't know why I forgot. We went to uh, Thompson Park last night, and it was, out, it was, it was awesome. Uh, they didn't have the cannons. Uh, I don't know when they stopped that, but uh, you typically Fort Drum would bring the cannons up and they play uh, play along with the music. You know, they didn't do that. In fact, I, really, the band, as good as they were, the orchestra, uh, they didn't really coordinate too well with with the, the beginning of. I, I think the band just continued playing music until someone just said, "Screw it, I'm going to start the fireworks." In the old days, it, it would go in conjunction with with uh, the Washington Post, I believe. Uh, and the cannons, and that's what would initiate. But it didn't happen anymore. Look, I'm not complaining. 
Uh, it's just like, you know, there's different people, COVID, this, that. And the, I'm sure there's always reasons. I, I, you know, when, when I go into a place like, uh, where did I go into recently? I went in there twice. Uh, Panera Bread. Panera Bread, as, we, as you don't, may or may not know, is actually moving to the old, thank God, it's Friday's location on Arsenal Street. That's big news up here. And I went in there a couple months back, and I went in again not too long ago. And my big thing is, if I get a sandwich, I love going into a Panera Bread. It's not exactly a quintessential you know, Jewish deli or Manor Delicatessen, which is a German deli in my, uh, in my neighborhood back in Queens. But you know, I, I, the first thing I think of is I'm going to get myself a ham sandwich on a, on a bagel with sesames, sesame seeds. That's the first thing I think of. Oh, this you know, I'm I'm in I'm in a deli. I'm in something that has fresh bread. I can smell it. I'm gonna put I'm gonna put ham on there. And uh, you go into Panera Bread today, and, they, and you say the word ham, H A M, not John Ham, the the actor, Ham, as in from a pig. They look at you like you're from another country. And they're looking. Excuse me, sir. What did you want? Yeah, uh, uh, ham and cheese on a on a sesame bagel toasted twice, please. Yeah, uh, yeah. We don't have ham here. I, I'm sorry. What? You don't have ham here? It's like, it's it's like not having pepper. You know, I mean, it's you gotta have. Ham. Come on now. Did you just say you don't have ham? H A M? No, we stopped serving that. We, I said, is this COVID related? Is not enough pigs to slaughter? I said, no, we just don't have ham here anymore. I don't know how I got into this, but anyway, it's just weird how. You, you, you get into this whole COVID thing and you just assume that COVID had something to do with it. Why you don't sell ham at one of the most popular delicatessens in town, even though it's not a deli, but it's close to one, so I'm throwing it in that category anyway. And you come to realize that, boy, maybe I'm just getting old. <laughs> you know, I mean, I know I, I was living in a generation years ago where they actually delivered milk to the front of the house and, and put it in a box back in the late 60s, early 70s. I kind of remember that. But uh, that, you know, like a lot of things, like, you know, that went by the wayside. We don't have antennas on our roof anymore. Uh, you know, there's a lot, of, a lot of other luxuries that, you know, we, we can walk around cordless for the most part. Uh, we have cell phones and we have cars that talk to us. But somehow in the year 2022, I can't get a ham sandwich out of at, at Panera Bread. I had that. What happened? What's going on in the world? You're on the air. Yes, Glenn. I'm at uh, No Cannons and... And the song, yeah, that, that was a politically correct uh, doing by the uh, government because of uh, the guy that wrote the song had something to do with Russia and what's going on over there now. So huh. they decided not to play that song. They played uh, something different. Isn't so that Sousa? Doesn't Sousa? Politically correct decision. So, so the Washington Post by Sousa, Sousa, that's no longer, well, that you can't, we can't play that anymore? Is that what you're saying? No, it's just they decided as of now huh. they're not going to play it huh. because uh, the writer had something to do with Russia and what's going on. Huh. So somebody must have said something. We can't play it because it's huh. you know politically not correct. Huh. So huh. that's what happened. Okay, thanks, Glenn. All right, thanks. Well, that's an old song. So, hmm. oh, uh, well, that's uh, that's odd. Well, I mean, I, you know, remember Kate Smith? I'll throw her name out there. Kate Smith, uh, you know, beautiful singer, uh, probably born in the, uh, probably around 1900, maybe before that. She sang a lot of songs over the years. God bless, she was most noted for God Bless America because the Philadelphia uh, uh, Flyers, the, the hockey team there back in the 70s, uh, early 70s, would actually use her. They, they figured if, they, if she came out and sang the national anthem or God Bless America, it was good luck. 
So from that point on, Kate Smith, of course, had already been famous years earlier, uh, became an institution uh, for singing God Bless America after 9-11 at Yankee Games and other games. And about four or five years ago, it was discovered, just like that caller just told us about uh, you know, allegations of Russia, although I'm unsure about them, uh, that Kate Smith, uh, during the Depression, uh, wrote uh, uh, disparaging songs with lyrics uh, about uh, 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 black uh, cotton pickers. And that was the nature of the lyrics. Uh, cotton pickers, blah, 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 whatever it was. And she, she at the time was... And uh, she sang this song. It was recorded in probably someone's basement on a, on a pane of glass, because that's how they did it back then. And uh, somebody, some, some liberal with, with a cause and who probably hates America, said, oh, look, look what Kate Smith sang back in 1922. Blackie's picking cotton. Oh, we can't have her anymore. So she was ostracized. She, she was no longer heard at Yankee Stadium. In fact, they brought back Robert Merrill. Uh, he used to sing the national anthem for the Yankees in the 70s. It brought his recording back of uh, God Bless America. Not that there's anything wrong with that, but it's just awful how, you know, uh, lyrics from Little Kim and other people in today's contemporary world, uh, or, or her, the other name, I'm forgetting her name, uh, the one whose uh, who's, who's cousin's friend uh, started getting inflated testicles after getting a COVID shot. I can't remember her name right now. But if you heard the lyrics that she espouses in her, in her songs, or for that matter, Beyonce, what they get away with, it's, again, I, I said I was going to walk away from the double standard. It's, it's, it's virtually impossible. But what, what's good for them is no longer, certainly not good for us. And in addition to that, if something were reco was recorded, you know, generations ago, in this case back in the, in the Depression, uh, that means that she was a horrible person then, and that represents hatred and, and racism in America. We can never hear her beautiful voice ever, never, ever again. Other people canceled in recent years, Aunt Jemima, uh, the, the, the iconic figure of the, of the maple syrup, in, in, everyone's in everyone's kitchen for the last 60, 70 years, uh, who's, uh, who was originally, I, I don't know if she was from the South, but she, her, her, she called Syracuse, New York her home. She lived there uh, in uh, you know, the latter part of her life in the 20th century. Her family still lives there. Her family, in fact, still getting royalties for her image as Aunt Jemima. They've been depending on that. Like, what family wouldn't? Taken away. Why? Because it, made, it created a bad image of, of uh, African Americans. Aunt Jemima, bad for America. Certainly yet another white, liberal, elitist decision. These people are saying, I'm going to save society. We're going we're gonna to change everything. Uh, we're going to transform America, as Ch Chuck Schumer said. And that's what they're doing. By the way, the guy that's uh, going to uh, defend his uh, uh, senator uh, uh, ship there in uh, uh, he only had a two-year term in the special election from 2020. What's his name? Warnack, uh, allegedly beat up his wife, and we have so much proof that he did. Uh, but nonetheless, he, he won old-handedly on January 7, 2021, the day after the so-called uh, insurrection, giving uh, Senate uh, essentially uh, a favor to the Democrats with, with Kamala Harris's deciding tie vote. Uh, thanks, God, of course, for uh, Mansion and uh, Cinema uh, for the two big bills that were defeated in recent years. But Warnock's going to win. He's going to beat Herschel Walker. Uh, I saw the numbers recently. Uh, I don't want to burst your bubble here on uh, 4th of July weekend, but Kathy Hochul has a 20-point lead over Lee Zeldin, so we get her for at least another four years. And eventually, yes, she will take your guns away. 
Uh, what other good news is there? Oh, and uh, there's no way in hell that Dr. Oz is going to win in Pennsylvania. Not when the majority of the, of the votes that are going to be counted that night go right through the center of Philadelphia. So we don't win the Senate as far as those two races are concerned. It's really tight. There are other races. There's some Democratic senator that essentially died in the hospital bed like two months ago. And uh, they've been trying to, you know, it's like a weekend at Bernie's with this guy, uh, trying to say that he's okay. He's going to go, you know, he's going to run. They don't want to replace him just yet because they can't get anyone to do so. They're not enough momentum. So they'll literally, you know, pump, you know, uh, pump, prop this guy up if, if necessary. Uh, on on January first to get him into the and, and if he dies in January that's fine they'll just replace him with someone else more than likely they would have a special election but at this point uh, he is still running despite the fact that he's not in very good health so this is how the Democrats operate when we do so, when we have a heart attack they want us to get out by the way uh, uh, Justice was it Breyer am I saying his name right he's been in there since uh, was it George H no no sorry who put him in there did Clinton put him in there. I can't remember. Anyway, he was replaced yesterday, and a lot of uh, uh, liberal Democrat uh, or pundits, I should say, uh, couldn't wait for him to you know couldn't wait for him to leave. He was on their side, mind you, because but because he was a, a white fossil that represented the Democratic uh, uh, rule, uh, they just couldn't wait to, for him to leave. So uh, what have you done for me lately? Is exactly what they're all about. Remember, and this is what I this is what I told SG. Remember who you are. Despite the fact that you're a liberal and you, you want equality, you want this, you want, you want our country to be run just like, I guess, other rogue nations in Africa and South America and whatnot, just be careful what you want in the world because you might just get it. And when you do, remember, you're the first one that's going to be thrown out. Just because you're on the side of equity and equality and all this other stuff doesn't mean that if somehow the AOC did take over, and eventually she will, you're the first one that's going to be thrown out. Just look out for that. Don't let your whiteness catch up to you one day. It will. Hi, you're in the air. Hey, how's it going tonight? What's happening? Hey, you know, every time I watch the Yankee game when they turn, yeah. it's at the, in the seventh inning when they play God Bless America, yeah. I get so infuriated that they, every time I, I think about why they would drop um, Kate Smith, uh, Kate Smith right. for something that she wrote 67 years ago. Right. And I remember some of those songs. That my grandmother had a, a, a music book with Kate Kate Smith. Interesting. And I remember some of those some of those songs as a kid. Yeah. And my grandmother would would sing them, and I and I didn't think it was you know like they were songs. Right. But but someone like her gets completely eliminated from history. Right. But did you ever look and pull up the lyrics? I'm not sure who sings her this song. Yeah. But it's called Big Energy, and it's always on the border. Right. Right. No, I don't know. But uh, recite some of the lyrics. Give me an idea. Oh, I, I'm, I'm sure it's awful. The F Glenn, the FCC would be would be calling you up in two seconds. But the, but it's played every day. But we're playing it on an, on a, on a, on a, on a, on a federal. You're playing uh, the you're you're playing the radio version. But there's a version on Spotify that's nothing but filth. So what does it say? Does it does it say something about you know her crotch? This girl, I can't remember her name, but it's a. It's got a pop beat to it, like one of Mariah Carey's songs. Right. But it's basically like how many men she can have sex with. Okay. The power of the for, of in the, exchange of the for gifts. Right. And there is, it's if I started this, if I started to repeat the lyrics, right. The FCC would be on you in two seconds. Right. I'm sure she used the N word too in there, and she gets away with that. Is it's she? Quite a, yeah. It's 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 a vulgar, vulgar right. song. Yeah. You guys play the radio version, but right. I was I pulled it up on Spotify and started reading the lyrics. I could not believe what was. What she is singing about. Well, I like. You know, there's kids beep. You know, there's kids listening to this. 
thinking nothing about the song, not really realizing what the song's about. Yeah, as long as it's got melody, I'm kind of guilty of that. And until I realized that they're talking uh, about I'm Lucifer. The same way, yeah, I'm the same way. What's I the name? Of, what's the name of the song? What's the name of the song? I started reading. Yeah, I, I started reading the lyrics that because it's almost like a karaoke version. Yeah, but on Spotify. What's the name? I couldn't of, believe how. Wait, 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 wait. What's the name of the song? Real quick. What's the name of the song? It's called Big Energy. Big Energy. And it's sung by an African African American lady, but I don't know. I forgot her name. Big Energy. All right, I'm going for Big it. Big energy. All right, so I'll I got Google it and read the lyrics, and you tell me what you think. All right, I will. Because if it was up to me, I wouldn't even have it on the radio. Hmm. So, all right. Gotcha. All right, have a good night. All right, thank you. Have a good weekend. Uh, Peter Gabriel sang something like that. I wanna. <clears throat> I can't find it. Uh, Dark Shades of Deception. Gangster only. Big energy. When I come through, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Energy, big, okay, B-D-I-C-K. Baby, when I come through, it's from Mark Nick or Heart Stop, whatever, B-D-E, big energy. And it's it's not even English. I mean, I'm reading these lyrics. Is I got that you, I got that aura glow, aura, A-U-R-A, well, I guess that's spelled right. And that effing fly flow, if I, I got to be careful. Because if I say something wrong here, it's going to you know, go out of the airwaves and be a bad person. Oh, b- by the way, uh, the red flag petition skyrocketed statewide since the Buffalo shooting, which in a way, when you look at this, well, that's good. I mean, people that are you know, threatening others on social media, but I bet you that's being abused. Don't be surprised that yours truly might be on that list at some time or another. Oh, he's doing it again. It's espousing bad information. Oh, boy. The devil lives in Watertown. We've got to get rid of that guy. <sighs> so anyway, uh, I, I, I think I got the lyrics, and I certainly got the, the idea. <laughs> uh, but she's okay. And 90, 90 years from now, I'm sure she'll be singing God Bless Something, whatever we are, uh, at the seventh inning of a ball game, if, in fact, baseball still exists. Such a white man's sport. I can't imagine it would. Well, anyway, uh, I hope that you have, with, on that note, I hope that everyone has a great Fourth of July weekend because Fourth of July, of course, is this Monday. And uh, I wish you the w- well. I hope you do not get uh, uh, burned by anything, a firecracker or even a sparkle. Believe me, I've seen it. So be careful. And stay away from the water, especially when it's violent. Just that, that loss of that actress this past weekend. Tragic in Cape Vincent. So uh, have a great weekend. We will see you Tuesday. We won't be here on Monday. Have a great extended weekend. Right now, CBS is next. AM 1240, WA10. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Facet Wealth. I'm Linda Kenyon in Washington. People may face some travel troubles this holiday weekend, including flight delays and cancellations. More than 20,000 flights have been delayed this week so far. Peter Greenberg is the CBS News Senior Travel Advisor. Airlines have been canceling flights 